first and foremost is to block out the noise. And by that, I think we individually create so much noise that isn't there internally. And we believe people are thinking things or saying things and it might trip you up and slow you down and make you apprehensive. Case in point, like when I first bought the camera gear and started going into gyms, I knew I knew I didn't know what I was doing, but in my mind, I felt like they all knew that I didn't know what I was doing. And so there's things that I think we, we, we put on ourselves mentally that trip us up and slow us down that aren't real. And through the, the videography and learning that process and getting into gyms, I now have the confidence. I mean, yeah, I've learned the equipment and everything else, but more importantly, I learned that maybe those people are more interested in what I'm trying to do. So they learn who we are and what we're about and not looking at me like, Hey, look at that goofy guy that doesn't know what he's doing. What's going on. Wanted to give a quick shout out to today's sponsor. If you're looking for social media experts to handle your business or personal Instagram, Facebook, and LinkedIn, Perpetual Motion Marketing is the solution you've been looking for. Hiring them is the equivalent of hiring a graphic designer, copywriter, and account manager at the fraction of the cost of just one employee. Once a month, Perpetual Motion Marketing will send you 30 days worth of custom social posts tailored to your brand for you to review and request revisions, which guarantees that you're going to love every post they create. On top of that, you get your own account manager that you can meet with anytime you want, and their customer service is phenomenal. There's a reason they only have five-star reviews. Plus, they're going to optimize all of your social profiles and their package includes story posts. Go to their website, perpetualmotionmarketingco.com and book a call with them today. Tell them that I sent you Eric Allen and they'll give you 50% off your first month with them. And Gary, you're the co-owner of Tiger 2, a badass clothing company, man, alongside your brother, Tim. You guys do videography, photography, so much more. Thank you for your time, man. I appreciate it. Yeah, man. Glad to be here. Uh, obviously, wish we would have done it sooner. We've known you for a long time, but stoked to be here, man. Appreciate it. Oh, dude, totally, man. I'm so glad that we were able to do this, man. I'd love to go back with my guests. Like, though, where did you grow up? What was Charlotte like for you? Oh, we grew up uh, Eastern Oregon. I grew up small town in Eastern Oregon. Eventually made our way about midway through my high school years down to Phoenix, and so it was a little bit of a culture shock moving from a small town in Eastern Oregon down to Phoenix. Yeah. Um, but from there, I uh, went up to Eastern Oregon, uh, played a little baseball, went to college. And then from there, moved on to Seattle, where we spent about 17, 18 years. Um, did the thing you're supposed to do, get out of college, you know, get the debt, get the cars, get the house, <laughs> did all that stuff in Seattle for a while. And uh, going on three years this summer, made the move over here to North Idaho. So couldn't be happier. Yeah. yeah, dude. Uh, now, uh, you can see it on your shirt. You can see it on your hat. You can see it on the back wall there. Tiger 2, how did all that come together, man? How did you guys come up with the name? I think that's, you've told me this before, but it's so unique, man. I had to get you to share it on the show. Yeah, so we, uh, Tiger 2 actually started back in 2006. Uh, okay. It was an idea that kind of came up when we were in college. It was a, a roommate friend of mine. Um, so when we came out of college, the idea was just to do funny shirts and stuff like that. So there wasn't really an, a plan to start a brand. Um, so we we're just going to do custom stuff and we like the raunchy stuff that people bought at the stores. And so we were always trying to one up each other. So that was the initial plan was we we're just going to make funny shirts. And eventually the idea for the brand Tiger 2 came through. And as we're thinking about names, trying to come up with stuff, what stuck was 
the first two letters of each one of our names. So TI for Tim, GA for Gary, and TU for Tucker, who's one of the guys that originally started the business with us. Oh man, that's, that's so what Kaiga right. 2 stands for. Yeah. <laughs> I love yeah. it, dude. Yeah. Uh, you know, I love the motto that you guys have on your website though. Freedom mm -hmm. from ordinary. I love this, man. What does that mean for you? It's it's interesting because through the years it's changed meaning and it's yeah. it's gained new meaning. I mean, initially when it started, when we came on scene, specifically in like the MMA world and stuff like that, the 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 vibe was big and loud designs. You know, there was a lot of glitter and sequins and stuff like that, and that kind of seemed to be the theme of what people liked. Well, ours has always been kind of scaled back. We like simplistic stuff, and we've managed to find athletes and stuff that that like that more toned down design feature i guess yeah but so from the clothing aspect that's what that meant freedom from ordinary but in all aspects of our life it started moving into how we live our life and mm -hmm. as guys that you know graduated college and like i said got the house did the things you're supposed to do and you know gracked up the debt one day just woke up and and realized that i was sitting in a cubicle staring down another 20 25 years of the same sort of life following that path and so that's kind of the normal path that you're supposed to take go to college and live that life get married live happily ever after and we just decided to button hook one day and said that's not the life we want to do anymore so we kind of went against the ordinary and went left instead of right so that's what that kind of comes from so it's been an evolving thing yeah so it's just as we go along the meaning just gets deeper and deeper yeah Oh man, it's so good too, man. And I think ordinary people, they never be successful, right? I yeah. mean, they just go with the the flow and, and if you want to stand out and build your brand, dude, you got to step away from that and get away from the normal folk there. But, uh, yeah. I mean, with this brand, I mean, you guys started building this up in your garage, man. And now you're <laughs> seeing your, your logo on UFC fighters, motocross, yeah. downhill mountain biking, and the apparel industry is brutal man lots of people start and fail start and fail i did it myself man even with top rated may when i first started but well, why have you been so successful what is it that drives you to be so successful still well for us from the very beginning it was to keep it simple um mm. you know as we got out and like i said we're racking up debt with buying a home and cars and stuff like that the one thing that as we started this business from day one was this wasn't going to be something that was going to strap us financially so this business from the very beginning has been something that will pay for itself as it goes along. And so in that, we do a lot of the stuff ourselves. And so we don't hire people from the outside. Um, we've just taken a, a slower approach. It's, it goes against the grain from what you know, most business people would do with marketing and different ways that they would do it. Our sponsorships all done differently. So we try to do everything with a more personal approach. And with that, we kind of swat away a lot of the, the textbook ways of marketing and running a business. And we try to manage it more, I guess, personable. And so we try to, with our customers and with our athletes, we want to be present. We want to be responsive uh, and, and just, you know, be there. And so we, we stuck around and we've managed to, to load up with a lot of top flight athletes that have, you know, appreciated what we're doing and what we bring to the table. And we just continue to grow our family, so to speak, and allow those people to kind of talk for us. And so it's allowed us to be here 16 years later, you know, and still be doing this thing. But we've taken baby chunks. We've, we've gone slow and, and continued to network and get to know people and, and keep that grassroots movement is really 
it helps me sleep better at night when I can I can keep everything simple and, and transparent and direct and honest and and that's just the way that I prefer to do it. So I love that man. And it's all about relationships and networking and a lot of the the entrepreneurs that I follow, they kind of have this over uh over the, this theme that rolls through their heads and they always say it is like relationships is the new currency, man. You know, and, and connecting with networking with so many people. But you guys, you work with a ton of athletes you know, and I've been blessed to work with you guys and, and love the support. And thank you so much for the support for the show and all of that. How do you determine though, which athletes you work with? Like, what is it that they have to do or what makes them stand out to you that you're like, yeah, I want to go work with that guy. Yeah. Or well, a, little, a little bit more of that freedom from ordinary. We're not going to do what everyone else does. Yeah. And so when it comes to athletes for us, we'll watch athletes for a couple of years, you know, mm-hmm. and, and we sat down with some of the guys from AKA the other night and kind of explained our process and we're never going to be a company that is looking to get our logo on a name because they're a name uh i want to be able to sit down and have lunch you know sterling rich is going to be one of our guys coming on board this year out of aka and you know earlier or last weekend we went to mod pizza and hung out for an hour and just nothing business none of that stuff just hung out and so when we look at sponsoring athletes and, and running this business we take our time with people we want to make sure morally and ethically we're on the same page uh, we like kind of the, the athlete that works in silence and isn't necessarily all over online and stuff, because that's our personality. That's who we are. So mm-hmm. when we're looking at athletes, it's really trying to find someone that's going to mesh with our morals and ethics and how we choose to do things. And I mean, we're up to 30, 35 athletes going into this year between downhill motocross and MMA and every single one of those athletes were one I'd want to go to dinner with. And so that's important to us. And I think as a team, they really feel that. And so Mm. that's just how we move forward. And that's how we do things. Hey guys, this episode is sponsored by Tranquil Turtle Massage. Tracy over there, the founder, she's a small town girl from Montana, loves God, loves her family, loves her friends, loves working out, fishing and camping. She has a passion for helping those in need and enjoys being creative with woodworking, crocheting, healthy baking, pottery and cooking. Look, she began her massage journey back in 2010 where she graduated from massage school up in Anchorage, Alaska. She specializes in her signature massages, the Hanu Infusion and the Hanu Ashiatsu, as well as the Gua Sha and Manual Lymphatic Drainage. If you're looking for a massage specialist and someone who could get you feeling good, go see Tracy down at Tranquil Turtle Massage. And while you're there, check out CDA Microblading, offering Coeur best tattoo brows, plasma fibroblast, tightening, and PMU services right there in the heart of downtown Coeur Make sure you book your appointment at pnwmobilemassage.com. I love that, man. And it, again, it's it's all about that relationship and networking and uh, the conversations that you and I and Tib have had just drinking coffee, man. And yeah. it's been so good, dude, to just yeah. get to know you guys. Uh, you know, but you and Tim, you guys also do like, videography and photography yeah. like um i i don't know how did you guys get into that how's it going yeah it's it's going good it's it's a constant learning process because even though tim is an artist by nature i went to graphic design school and did stuff like that it's never been my forte um but for us i mean early on when we were working with athletes it was always this this feel that you needed to you know, support them financially. And as a small company, you, you can only do so much. So in the very beginning, we were tossing gobs of money at athletes and doing what we thought we were supposed to do. Yeah. And so it wasn't until about four or five years ago, we got a downhill writer uh, of ours, Bailey Villalobos, that is going to film school. And so he was moving in this direction of doing edits and stuff like that. So 
I went out and bought camera equipment for him to do his thing. And so he could produce edits for us. And he did an edit on Anthony Hamilton from Cage Sport. And we had very, very limited, limited access at this event. There was like a tunnel and you couldn't do anything of the show. So you, you couldn't shoot a whole lot. Mm-hmm. And my brother, Tim and I were walking around our apartment complex and Bailey sent us that video. And the way that it hit me, it was so impactful that it moved me. I mean, I was pumped. I was ready to go to a fight. I want to watch Anthony fight again. And so it became clear that that's an element that we can bring to our athletes if it's not financial is everybody now needs to be building a platform on social media and content is king. Not everybody loves to gather content. They, they, it's, I'm not a fan of it. Some of our athletes are really good at it. Others don't really care for it. So through video and pictures through Moonhead Media and Tim's thing, uh, we provide that content through pictures and through video. And so that allows them on their platforms to brag and get things out there. And it's not always about promoting Tiger to. Um, I want organic feedback. I will never tell an athlete that on Tuesday, Thursday, you need to do this and say this and that and whatever. Mm-hmm. My hope is that you appreciate who we are. You like our gear. You like the, the effort that we put into it. And that one day I get an, you know, a message that you've tagged us in your stuff. That organic reaction is what I want. Never going to tell anybody what to do, what to say. And so that's more of that grassroots, uh, uh, you know, advertising by mouth type of thing that I can feel comfortable in because I know that it's been done genuinely, you know? So, it's so true, man. And I think a lot of times, and I, I did this when I ran the top rate of May podcast, there's so many fighters out there that they just don't know how to do social media, how to get their name out there. And it's so important to have that good content. Like you said, if you've got somebody like you guys doing photos and videography, man, that's huge for them to be able to drop on, you know, yeah. social media and it'll catch the eyes of, you know, uh, the big leagues or the promotions. Yeah. Right. Uh, but any MMA fighter that's out there that wants to make it to the UFC or wants to make it to Bellator, if they don't have a social media at all, like, or if they're not even constantly trying to put something out there, even if it's once a week, there's no way they're going to get signed. Yeah, They have to have that good content. You know, a question that I always love to ask is, what's a piece of advice that you would leave for future entrepreneurs? Ooh, man, that's tough. Um, I guess first and foremost is to block out the noise. And by that, I think we individually create so much noise that isn't there internally. And we believe people are thinking things or saying things. and it might trip you up and slow you down and make you apprehensive. Case in point, like when I first bought the camera gear and started going into gyms, I knew I knew I didn't know what I was doing, but in my mind, I felt like they all knew that I didn't know what I was doing. And so there's things that I think we, we, we put on ourselves mentally that trip us up and slow us down that aren't real. And through the the videography and learning that process and getting into gyms, I now have the confidence. I mean, yeah, I've learned the equipment and everything else, but more importantly, I learned that maybe those people are more interested in what I'm trying to do. So they learn who we are and what we're about and not looking at me like, Hey, look at that goofy guy that doesn't know what he's doing. You know? So for me, and I've had people come to me and, and, you know, ask for some advice on this or that or whatever. But to me, the biggest thing would be block out the noise, try to get, focused in on what you're doing and understand that all of that on the outside doesn't matter. It's what you've got going on in here and how you process that. You've just got to keep moving forward. 
but we're still trying to do this today, man. We've been doing this for 16 years. I'm not, we're not some big thing. You know, we've always been small. We want to get to a point where we can support our athletes in these gyms and these different things that we work closely with. We want to, you know, support them on a, on a bigger level. Um, but we're working to get there. You got to block out the noise. You got to keep moving, man. Oh, so good, dude. It's so true. You have to kind of block out the noise that's even in your own head. Like you mentioned, man, like for me, I'm the same way, man. When I first started podcasting or if I'm out doing a video or I was just on Brad Lee's podcast and when I was down there sitting in the studio with him, I felt like I was getting my teeth kicked in. Like I felt like I was not performing to my best. Right. And was like kind of secretly hoping that they weren't even going to release the episode really, because I just felt like I didn't put like I got down there and, and got shook, man. Like yeah. I'm sitting there in front of Bradley. I know this is going to get out to a hundred thousand plus people. Right. My mind just shut down on some of the questions yeah. that he was asking me. And I was like going, man, do I, I, I don't even want to share this. I don't want it to come out. Like, you know, and yeah. then I listened to it when it came out yesterday it actually turned out pretty good. There's been a lot of great yeah. feedback, but in our own heads, man, we let that get in and we let it mess with us, man. One of the things that Ed Milet said to me when I was talking to him was this right here, my back wall, um, constant and never ending improvement. And uh, he used the acronym canny. And man, I see that every day. I'm like, how can I improve myself on a daily basis? What am I listening to? What am I reading? You know, uh, being an entrepreneur requires us to constantly be leveling up. What types of things do you do to kind of improve that personal development? Are you listening to podcasts or watching videos, reading books? What, what's kind of your go-to? Yeah, you know, I'm, I'm, not, I, I'm not a real big motivational guy. I don't really look to the outside for, for motivation. Um, I really, I look to our athletes. You mm. know, I, I, I've managed to surround myself with world-class athletes that I watch themselves do five more to get where they want to be, you know? And so- yeah. I, I have surround myself with people that that push themselves in ways that most all of us stop. We reach that point where we give up. And I look at my app, that's who I get motivated by. Because whether you're, you know, Lando in the UFC at the pinnacle doing his thing, or you're a junior X downhill rider that's looking to make the jump to pro, I, it doesn't matter. You're both putting in something that it, most people won't. And so mm. I if I'm working out and I want to, I want to cut it short. I think of someone like Jesse Brock and Jesse Brock doesn't cut stuff short. Um, he, he does what's required to be done. And that's why he's building a gym full of tremendous athletes, you know? So I look to our athletes for motivation, to be quite honest. And I, I love surrounding myself with good people that have a goal in mind and they're not going to let people stop them from doing it. And I just want to give them that push however I can and let's get there. Let's go do it. So that is so good, man. And I constantly am telling people, look, you've got to surround yourself with people that are living the life that you want to live, man. Yeah. Surround yeah. yourself with people that are leveling up on a constant basis. And it's so true, man. You, you talk with, you know, MMA, MMA fighters or, or high class athletes, and they've just got a different mindset, man. They're just built differently than someone who's like, nah, right. Like yeah. they're constantly always trying to get better. I love that. And surround yourself with the athletes that are doing that, man. Huge. Yep. You and I talked briefly before we hit that record button on this, but what are you most excited about for 2022, man? Getting busy again. Like I said, last year was a little bit tough because we had inventory issues. I mean, it's real difficult to come out with new products when you can't get the inventory in. And one thing I'm not going to do is put stuff up if my customers have to wait two to three months. I mean, I just got a batch of hats in this last week that I ordered in November. Wow. And so we've had some issues. So uh, 
I, we've, we're pushing through that. We've got some new uh, lightweight rain gear. We're gonna do that late winter, spring mix before we get into to summer. And so we've been, you know, we've managed to uh, gather some of the beautiful people from AKA that are gonna help us out and do some modeling for product shots and stuff like that. So I'm really excited to get some new products out. It's been a while. I know people are kind of looking for that stuff. So I want to get that done before March hits and we start getting pretty busy. We've got a trip to Albuquerque to go hang out with the Jackson's crew and spend some time with them. Um, we've also got a, a video project uh, on the side for my family that we're working with. Uh, we've got a couple uncles, uncles that fly the, uh, the big air tankers for the wildland fire. And yeah. so they're based out of Albuquerque and we're going to go in and do some filming there. So that's going to be in March as well. And then, uh, found out just a few hours ago, we're going to be going to Miami in uh, March as well, March 11th. Anthony Hamilton just got booked for Eagle FC. So we're going to be following him and documenting fight week and stuff like that. So we're super excited about that and uh, looking for that to really propel us into spring and summer. Come on, man. That's huge. It sounds like March is going to be crazy busy. It's going to be nuts. <laughs> we're going to travel a bit, but we're going to, we're going to, we're going to burn up those battery cameras and fill those cards for sure. Yeah. Oh man. I'm excited for you guys. I'm so yeah. stoked, dude. I like yeah. to finish my show off with, with asking a fun question. I'm a big music guy. What type of music do you guys listen to or what's your favorite band that you like to listen to? I'll tell you what we, uh, I, li I listen to everything. I'll listen to country. I'll listen to Drake. I, I listen to whatever. It just depends on what I'm doing. When I'm sitting here working and doing my thing, I like little Tyler Childers on mm -hmm. Pandora. So I yeah. listen to that kind of stuff, but we worked a lot in the music scene back in Seattle and we got to spend some time following some bands around. So Hobosexual is a big band over there that we do some work with, uh, that we've always been big fans of our, our friends, Jeff and Ben. Um, so yeah, I listen to really everything, man. I get motivated by all sorts of stuff. Come on. Yeah. Uh, Gary, it's such an honor to have you on the show, man. I appreciate, I appreciate all the support that you guys give me yeah. and, and the show, man. And so stoked for you guys in 2022, man. Thank you so much for your time. Hey, I appreciate it. Before I get out of here, I want to say, it, you know, is We've been on the regional scene as far as MMA goes for quite a, quite a long time, and you've been a part of that scene the whole time. And we appreciate people that are trying to push these regional fighters and trying to get their name out there and help them build their brand. And I can't think of anybody in the Pacific Northwest that has done that more than you. So oh, thank you for what you do for the athletes. And man, it's a pleasure working with you, and I really appreciate this opportunity. Hey, thank you so much for checking out the show today. I really appreciate you taking the time out of your day to take a listen or a watch. It's truly an honor to be able to speak with such amazing guests, and I hope that they've made an impact on your life in some way, shape, or form. And you can do me one big favor. That would be huge. Click that subscribe button, and then second favor, hit that share button. Thank you so much for taking the time. I appreciate you. Keep changing the world. I believe in you.